howdy, Edgar, y'all. And yes, we are. We're turkeyed out, and here we are. So, hey, we got Dr. Jessica Levy in the house. And so if you've got a, qu- a question, a vet question, please call in at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. So if you've got a question for Dr. Jessica Levy, Holistic Vet, or if you got a question for me, please grab the phone. And uh, now you can't blame it on the Vikings game because the Vikings game is tonight. And we play the Packers. Go, Mikes. All right, we got Dr. Jessica. Welcome, Dr. Oh, hi, Carly. Sorry about that. Hi. I missed you, your friendly face two weeks ago. I row. know. I'm so glad to see you. Yes, it's very good to see you, too. So we're going to just jump right into subjects here. Uh, and so we're going to so give a holler, 651-641-1071, if you got a question for me or Dr. Jessica Levy. Say, hey, Jess, how you doing? Pretty good. How are yeah. you? Well, good, good. You made it through the turkey days. I did. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay, we got a couple to- a couple topics that we want to cover today. What is one of them that you want to kind of talk about? Well, lately I've been thinking about the difference between veterinary behaviorists and dog trainers. All right. And sometimes people contact me with behavior questions, and they're thinking that maybe their dog needs to see a behaviorist. But... Often a trainer is actually more appropriate Mm -hmm. because sometimes um, like dogs have behaviors that are normal to them. Them. And sometimes as a dog owner, you just need to learn how to manage your dog and how to deal with it versus uh, veterinary behaviorists tend to medicate. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times, you know, you have to give dogs room to be dogs. Yep. And so certain things like barking at people passing by, resource guarding, yep. um, butt sniffing. <laughs> you know, these are normal. Crotch sniffing. <laughs> yes. Uh, poop eating. There these are go. normal dog behaviors that you would have to medicate your dog into a stupor to get them to quit doing it. <laughs> and I, I get that that. Like people are in a hurry mm-hmm. and don't have time to deal with this stuff, and you want the dog to quit doing what it's doing, right? But in in that case, like honestly, I sometimes feel like then get a stuffed animal mm-hmm. because or goldfish, yeah, <laughs> because you have a living, breathing being that has their own agenda, their own mind, their own thoughts, and their own way of seeing and understanding the world and so sometimes a dog trainer a good dog trainer is more valuable to you in those cases because some some behaviors you just need to manage right um you know dogs are prey predatory animals they have a very strong prey Prey drive. drive they are sensitive to movement and this is why your dog barks when the neighbors come out of the house Leaves blow down the street. Mm-hmm. There is a squirrel in the tree. <laughs> they they got to tell you about these things. Right. So you can't necessarily train your dog or, you know, figure out a way to get your dog to never do these things. Right. But a good dog trainer, such as Katie, oh, can you. help you manage these things. Or, you know, and part of it is honestly just taking your dog to... Some sort of obedience, nose work, whatever floats your boat, rally, agility, whatever, on a regular basis so that you continually develop that relationship where the dog understands that you can tell them what to do. (laughs) There you go. There you go. And And like the more you do it, the more they comply 
if you're working with somebody with a trainer who who speaks your language, like a trainer who you understand how they work. I mean, obviously, it's something that you have to learn. Right. And that, that's the big thing, though, is that, as I've said many times, I'm actually not a dog trainer or a people trainer. And right. the reason is because I've got to get the people, the owners, to understand why the dog is doing what they're doing, that through actions of their own, you know, the humans, that sometimes you have caused this problem or you let allowed a normal dog problem to get out of hand, you know, where the dog took, you know, you gave him a smidgen and he took five miles, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and not building good teamwork. It's not me, do- me master, you dog. It's understanding the personality of your dog and see, you now a behaviorist will come in like as far as a dog is doing something really straight. Well, you know, like uh, aggression. Aggression is a behavior that you got to figure out, okay, what's, where is it coming from? What is it fear, true, true fear? Uh, and that's why the dog is being mean. Or is it, he's a not nice dog. He's going to take somebody out. <laughs> You know, and so, and then right away, like I said, everybody wants a quick fix. They come to the vet and like, okay, what can you give my dog? So my dog will, you know, I think so so many owners are twofold. They either want the dog to be seen and not heard unless when they call upon it, or they don't set any rules and understand how a dog thinks. And so what happens is that uh, dogs are the only creatures on earth, the only critters that attain human status. You know, if you call a frog and a frog doesn't come, it's a frog. You call a cat, a cat doesn't come, oh, it's a cat. You right. know, but if a dog doesn't come, you know, it's like you, uh, humans get very upset. Right, because we take it personally. Yes, exactly. And so, or the dog, like, he peed right in front of me. I know he's mad at me. It's like, well, maybe he just really needed to go potty and you weren't picking up on his signals. <laughs> right, right. And so the thing is, is that, yeah, because the behavioralists, like, through the you or whatever, they're like four or $500 an hour, you know. And the thing is, is usually what it just comes down to is that it's usually mismanagement of the owner. The owner didn't truly understand how the dog was thinking and either re- reinforced the wrong behavior. So it bites them in the butt. So it's of, to all animal, to all owners out there to understand, like, you know, I'm always rep- or bringing up the book, uh, Canine Body Language. Because the dogs mm-hmm. try to talk to us in so many ways. And if we're not, uh, you know, up on dog language, we don't realize how they hold their ed- head, their tail, their ears, their eyes, their whole body. They're trying to say stuff to us. Right. And so, yeah, so the drugs are going to end up being uh, sort of a quick fix that may or may not be effective. Right. And then, too, like some of these drugs are some of the ones that might be advertised on TV. <laughs> and when they... Talk about possible withdrawal symptoms, and we don't even know what those withdrawal symptoms might be in dogs, but some of the withdrawal symptoms are uh, extremely concerning. Like, they can be worse than the side effects of the drug itself. Mm-hmm. So this is the part where you're trying to go off the drug or get your pet off the drug. Right. And those things are not described in animals because we don't know if our dog has a migraine, and we right. don't know if... Uh, our dogs, you know, everything kind of if they're having double vision or if right. things are shimmering or if right. they're hearing a ringing in their ears mm-hmm. or if their leg feels funny. You yep. know, we have no idea about these things. Right. Unless you're you know, like, so you, you're really aware of your dog, you know, they're at not acting right. So something's up. So, OK, what has changed? OK, we put him on this drug. Maybe this drug is causing what I am seeing, you know, because it's worse than what he went on the drug for or different, you know, type thing. So that's where owners have to be really in tune and pay attention to see what is going on and then mm-hmm. ask questions accordingly, such as, OK, my dog is on da, 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 da. OK, what are some of the side effects or what things should I be looking for? We do the same thing in the human world. We just 
just take the pill and don't ask any words. We don't look at the side effects or right. what can happen. Right. And, and for for animals, what you always have to do is go online and Google the human side effects of every drug that your dog is on, that you're thinking about giving them, that somebody has recommended. Look at the human side effects because that's where you're going to find things like stomach pain, headache, nausea, all the things that are not going to be described or in delusional. animals. Yep, or yep. delusional, either yeah. because they haven't been studied or because there's no way for us to know if right. that's what they're feeling. This is where you wish dogs had a chip in, so you could take that chip out, put it in the computer, <laughs> and then we can, okay, I'm seeing. Oh, come on, they wish that about people, too. I know, that's very <laughs> true. That's very true. But yeah, so there's a definite distinct difference, and a dog trainer, like I say, will look at both sides, you know, and see what's going on. Now, like, I always have a ton of questions when I have when people call me for consults. Well, my dog is doing this or doing that, okay? So I, I got a whole lit of things that just, you know, okay, where does he sleep? You know, when you take it for a walk, are you, what, are you using a training collar? Are you using a harness? Where does he walk? Does he walk out in front of you? Does he, you know, uh, you, you know, I mean, when people come over, what happens? You know, all these right. questions, because then I can tell what kind of household that dog is living in. You know, if they, they have any rules <laughs> or right. if they just, they're just hoping the dog will, and this is huge, and this is why a lot of dogs wind up in humane societies. A lot of people think the dogs are going to outgrow jumping on people or outgrow, you know, become more mellow and a lot of them do with age but a lot of them you know especially your golden doodles that are just all over the map <laughs> you know that they're a very happy happy dog and so that's a lot of energy to be bouncing around without taking time to train the dog mm-hmm. well we're sort of we're sort of copy twixt in between it's like we want to do things holistically because then our dogs will live longer they will feel young longer mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like you want your two-year-old dog to Turn into that 12-year-old dog, but without actually being 12. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's very true on that. Very true. And so that, so that, so long and short of it, that is, is that uh, you call a vet, you're going to get pills. Uh, but you call a trainer, you're going to get solutions. Right. And so, that, you know, certain... Certain times are there are they're, they're appropriate for different things. Right. So when I read medical journals, when I read um, uh, uh, case reports about behavior problems... Uh, many, many times, like 90% of the time, I think, gosh, you know, they, these people needed to find a good trainer. And the other part of it is that it's a process. Like fixing these things is not a matter of giving right. some magic pill and you're going to wake up the next morning and Fluffy is no longer afraid of thunderstorms. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Takes time. Well, it is. And a lot of people, they want everything and they want it now. Especially the millennials. Yeah, I can say that word. <laughs> well, I'd love to have everything now yeah. as well. Millennials. Thank you very much. But life is not that way. <laughs> I know. I know. That's crazy. Okay. Trivia. Okay. In 19... So we're doing it because we're uh, into the Christmas season. Now let's do some trivia about toys. Okay. In 1966, little confectioners could make bubble gum in what machine? Snoopy snow cone machine, cotton candy machine, Barbie ice cream machine, or shop, or easy bake oven in 1966. Be back. Alrighty then, thanks for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. See, uh, Atlas Pet Supply in Stillwater. On December 8th from 10 to 1, we are doing a Photos with Santa. Bring your pet and take a photo with Santa. And that's uh, Atlas Pet Supply, Stillwater, 10 to 1. It's free uh, from the, uh, sponsored by the Volunteers for Bark for Life. That's who I, a uh, committee I belong to. And all the proceeds go to American Cancer Society. So it's a free will donation, whatever you want. And, and we welcome any free will do- donation. So anyway, so uh, bring your pet, pet down to Atlas Pet Supply, Stillwater, December 8th, uh, 10 to 1.
You can bring your feathered friend, your scales, your furries, uh, have a fun photo taken for your own, just your picture with Santa. <laughs> so we can do that. All right. In 1966, little confectioners could make bubble gum in what machine? Snoopy snow cone machine, cotton candy machine, Barbie's ice cream shop, or easy bake oven. What do you think there, Carly? I think the cotton candy. Okay, what do you think, Dr. Jess? Uh, I'll go for anything with Barbie. Anything with Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? Mom. Oh. And I didn't know you could do this, make bubble gum. And in is it the, the easy, easy bake, bake oven? oven? Yeah, I did not know what? you could do that. That is yeah. so weird. What yeah. is bubble gum made of? Yeah, well, I didn't. Rubber. Yeah, well, apparently. <laughs> okay. Because like yeah, rubber I didn't, food coloring I didn't, exactly. Sugar. I did not know that. that Maybe is. some flavoring. Yeah, yeah, no, that's crazy. Okay, so let's head to the phone lines. Sounds good. We're gonna talk to Kelly, and Kelly has a question about a dog that kind of has acne on its face and is now scratching it and is making it bleed. She'll oh, explain a little we, bit more. Okay. Hey, Kelly, how you doing? Good. 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 What kind of pupper do you have? Um, it's actually my niece's dog, and um, she recently moved to Colorado. And after she had been there for a while, her dog got hives, like a really bad case of hives. And they couldn't figure out what the cause was. They now believe um, that the dog was stung by a bee or more than one bee. But um, the vet could never, was never very clear on, really didn't have a reason for that. And the dog was very, very sick for quite a few weeks Mm -hmm. and was on prednisone and was just pretty much a mess and had... um, was getting sick um, physically um, from both ends. And so they really had a difficult time. And now she's um, cleared up through that. But now she has, um, and they've been told by the vet that she has um, acne as a boxer. And they said that's a normal thing. Okay, it's a boxer and then? And how old? It's a boxer. How she's old? about four. Four years old? Okay. Okay, Dr. Jess, acne in dogs. Well, okay, but boxers specifically. Okay. So these super short-coated breeds... Like the Dobies and Boxers, Dobermans, Pitbulls, okay. Bulldogs, Frenchies, okay. um, Dachshunds. Did I okay. mention them? Uh, no. Not not the Great Danes, but okay. the these super short coated okay. breeds. They have lousy immune systems, and so these are the dogs where you're having a fun time, everything's going along great, and you turn around and your dog is covered with hives, mm-hmm. uh, and it. Like you would probably know if your dog got stung by a mess of bees because your dog would come mm-hmm. running towards you and there would be bees all over the place and you would get stung by bees because that has happened to me. <laughs> so, okay. but so hives are basically an immune system reaction that we don't understand. So it sounds like this dog had some sort of immune system meltdown and it was on medication and now it has to detoxify from the medication, which is appearing as acne. Oh, so okay. things that you do to deal with this for one thing, make sure you're not using plastic dishes. So ceramic is probably the best, but make sure that it's ceramic that's safe to eat off of. Yeah, that's huge. Um, and, you know, wash the dog's food and water dishes every single day. If if you would not drink your tap water, don't make your dog drink it. Um, the dog should obviously be on some clean source of food, preferably fresh food. Uh, fresh food, okay. Mm-hmm. So that's so. Those are kind of the basics of where you start with when you when you're starting to rebuild the normal immune system. Um, okay. So, um, you know, the acne on the chin is commonly associated with things like uh, contact allergens. So that's why you think of the dishes, the food, the water, etc. But once you've taken care of those things, then you have to restore normal immune system functioning. And so you do that with a raw food diet, probiotics. 
things like spirulina, chlorella, bee pollen. And, it, you know, it's a process. It takes time. I just ordered some bee pollen for mm-hmm. myself or for the dogs. Okay, can you explain the, the benefits of bee pollen? Bee pollen, if you look at the, the springtime catalog, is mm-hmm. fantastic yeah, because is. they have this two-page layout that shows you all the things that are in bee pollen. Yeah. Bee pollen is an amazing whole food supplement that has so many things that are beneficial for us and for dogs mm-hmm. and probably every other living thing on the planet. Okay. So the way you can tell it's good bee pollen is the granules should be all different colors. Okay. Um, and then what uh, somebody told me springtime told them is that... Um, they keep like the prettiest pollen. That's what they sell for people. And then the stuff that's maybe not so pretty, they sell for dogs and horses. Oh, okay, okay. But I give it to my horses a lot okay. as well. Okay. Um, so it, it's just providing a food source of vitamins and minerals. It's very high in antioxidants. It's high in substances that will help the dog's cells repair themselves. Cause, okay. Uh, because otherwise, like if it, say say if you got sick or something like that, and your body needed to get over it and repair some cells and, you know, fix some broken blood vessels and things like that. You know, that takes resources. And so it'll go a lot easier and go a lot better if you're actually eating those things. Okay. So like the bee pollen? Um, so probiotics, yeah. is yep. there, you have a suggested probiotic? For probiotics, you want something that has multiple strains of bacteria and billions of bacteria per dose. So go to your human health food store and, you know, I look at things like um, PB8 is kind of a nice go-to, Garden of Life, Flora, and there are probably many others, but those are kind of the ones that we find in this area. Okay. And then, then, you know, and then you just give one whole capsule with every meal. You don't try to titrate down probiotics for the size of the dog because this dog needs a ton of restoration, especially having been on steroids. And then okay. Springtime Inc., SpringtimeINC.com. They've got like the bee pollen, the spirulina that we were talking about. And yeah. they've got a lot of good supplements. They make really good supplements for dogs and for and people. The same with Garden of Life, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, check out those websites. So the thing is, is you know, you've got to fix them, get his immune system stronger. And then now what about putting maybe extra virgin coconut oil on this acne? What's your thoughts on that? Um, well, it's a boxer, so its tongue can kind of go everywhere. That's very You true. might as well just feed the dog coconut oil. <laughs> Treating it topically, I think, is not very rewarding. Okay. Um, you know, most of the time what's happening on the surface is just reflecting what's going on inside. Okay. Now, I will tell you, I'm not a picker, right? Okay. And so if I see zits, I leave them alone. I have no desire to pop them. Okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, you could potentially use like... Um, you know, soak a washcloth in some warm salt water and just kind of lay it on that area okay. to draw stuff out. Okay. But honestly, because it's a reflection of what's going on on the inside, you're better off just leaving it alone. Okay. 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 All right. So it's change the food, get them on the supplements and uh, change the bowls. And give it time, give it time, give it time. And yeah, yeah and watch the water source. You know, if uh, and then as, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask about this because, okay, she had lived in Minnesota. She mm-hmm. moved to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Would, you know, the water would be different. Is that something that could have kind of set things off for this dog or not necessarily? Maybe if they're, it could be. It, I mean, it's it, with hives, it's like, it's so hard to know what they're reacting to because these dogs' immune systems do tend to be very reactive. And so okay. it could be that the dog, you know, arrives in Colorado, gets a vaccine, is given tap water, um, you know, is exposed to. And so there's different plants out there than it is here. Exactly. Is exposed right. to some yeah. mold. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. too too many options. Yeah. 
So you can't just blame it so on one thing. We just got to fix it. As far as water, should she just keep giving it the tap water she's giving, or should she give a different, you if, know? If, if, if she would drink the tap water herself, and if it's not fluoridated, and if, you know, not, it re- doesn't reek of chlorine, if you drink your own tap water and you think it tastes good and it's been proven to be safe, like some cities have really good tap water, yeah. then right. absolutely give it to the dog. Otherwise, you do bottled water. If, if you're like, well, I give it to the dogs, but I'm not drinking that stuff, don't make the dogs drink it. Okay? Okay, okay kiddo, it. thanks for the question. Thank you so much. You bet. Good yeah. luck. Keep us posted. I will. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The ingredients for the original version of this kid-friendly gooey stuff are still a secret after 46 years. Is it Silly Putty, Elmer's Glue, Slime, or Play-Doh? Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in. Greatly appreciate it. This is Katie Canine here every Sunday, 4 to 6, answering your canine questions and occasional feline questions, and I appreciate you spending your Sunday afternoon with me. And Dr. Jessica Levy, Holistic Vet, is here. Dr. Levy, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, through my website at holistic-vet-care.com. All right. The ingredients for the original version of this kid-friendly gooey stuff are still a secret after 46 years. Is it Silly Putty, Elmer's Glue, Slime, or Play-Doh? What do you think, Carly? Play-Doh. Well, what do you think, Dr. Jess? I think it's Silly Putty because I think people know how to make Play-Doh. That's right. That's why I'm yeah. Silly Putty. <laughs> yeah, there's a recipe I just remembered. Play-Doh. We made Play-Doh, so... Okay. <laughs> But beep, it was Play-Doh. It was? Yeah, because see, yes, you can make Play-Doh, but it's not like the Play-Doh. You know the smell and the whole kit and caboodle? Yeah, oh, Play-Doh it's smells not, so bad. Oh, I love the smell of Play-Doh. I could oh. just dig my little nose in there. <sighs> my kindergartners like to eat it. Yep, every kid right. does. Yep. 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 So no, it is. After 46 years, Play-Doh is still a mystery. Oh. Yes, they do make it. You know, you can make it your own, but it's still yeah, not wait the a minute. same. 46 years? Yeah. What? But Plato was around when I was a kid, and that was longer than forty-six oh, okay. years. Okay, well, well, these facts say that I have no what are, idea. What's wrong with these questions? Yeah, well, I don't know. What can we say? They don't know who their audience is. There that's you that's go. what's going on. <laughs> so I want to thank Pet Evolution uh, for having us last weekend, uh, last week Sunday, where we did the show live. And I want to thank everybody for stopping out. We were at Arden, their new Arden Hills location. So please stop on by because it is a beautiful store and they've got good prices. They carry Nutrisource. Uh, they, it's just, it's an uh, unbelievable store. So please check them out. The new Pet Evolution in Arden Hills. And it's, uh, well, let's see. If you're going north in Lexington, it's to the left of Target. Like it's called Lexington Plaza, I believe, or next to Lexington Square. I'm not sure, something like that. So check that out, okay? All right, who's up? Okay, we have Sue on the line, and Sue has a question about her dog that is not eating. Ooh, that's not good. Hey, Sue, how you doing? I'm good, Katie. How are you? Good, good. What kind of dog do you have? I have, um, he's almost 15. He's a minpin, but he's huge. Our vet told us um, that he's the biggest minpin she's seen. (laughs) He got caught between the warp, between coming from a Doberman going down to a minpin size. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. We call him a maxi pin. He forgot to be men. (laughs) That is excellent. Excellent. Okay, so now what, uh, so has he been dealing with any health issues at all or what's going on? You know, he's got some arthritis, and he's got those little fatty lumps all over, and I know he has congestive heart failure. Okay. So how long has he not um, been eating or, or off feed or whatever? Uh, um, since at least Friday. Okay. And then what were you feeding, trying to feed? Um, I make him food out of your cookbook, and he they're currently eating. We have two min pins from the same litter, and they're currently eating the beef barley stew. Oh, okay. Cool. Now, how often do you change um, it up? 
I'm sorry? How often do you change it up? You know, once they finish the food, then I make something new oh, I from the book. So how long does it last? Yeah. A week? Three days? What? Um, usually at least a week. Okay, sounds good. Okay, Dr. Jess. So is he not eating completely? Um, he has been drinking water, and I tried. I gave him tried giving him some hamburger and some rice, and that didn't go over. Um, I tried even like little pieces of leftover turkey, and that didn't. He he just won't eat anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, but he is drinking, and let's see. On Friday, I know he had some. Um, uh, he, he wasn't eating then, and he was having. Um, I trying to be tactful here. He was having some really bad diarrhea, um, and oh. he he when when he vomits, it it's like foamy. I don't I don't know what it is. It's not food or anything. It's just foam. Okay, so how long has that been going on? The vomiting and diarrhea. Uh, the diarrhea has stopped since Sunday. Oh, he has a diarrhea. Sorry, day. yesterday. It's too many days off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. diarrhea stopped yesterday. Is is he um, pooping at all then? Is he sorry? Is he pooping at all? Not at all. He's okay, not okay. So, he, so he, he so he just basically had diarrhea till he ran out of poop. stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, okay. um, so so he's not it, he's not going to eat because his guts are deranged. So you need to quit trying to feed him. So, okay. So then the the question is. What is the cause of this? Did your dogs get a bully stick, a rawhide, a treat, uh, whatever? Yeah, exactly. No, I can't. I've been racking my brain trying to think of anything that might have been different than, you know, what they normally it's, it's, get. Yeah, it's, it's, not, cannot... it's not necessarily different it, because, okay. because um, so, for example, with, with anything that is processed, you know, you can have differences from one batch to the next that we're not aware of. Yeah. So it doesn't have, okay. I, I have a patient who's a little dachshund who recently had a whole episode of vomiting and diarrhea, and it turned out these people had given him uh, some some chewy treat kind of thing, which the, he had had many times before, but this time it yeah. set him off. Right. So it doesn't necessarily have to be something new and different. Okay. So what yeah. what do you give your dogs for treats? Um, Dozer hasn't had any treats. Ever? Um, well, in the last month. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, good. I know this is a, it's it's a tricky one. I I don't know. Well, okay. I and, I and can't what, think of. I know, but but we're not going to puzzle it out this way. What medications is he on? He's on um, Enalapril mm-hmm. for his heart. Oh gosh, what's the big? He's on Enalapril, uh, Vetmedin, and oh gosh, uh, it's a big one. It's one that you break in half. I can't remember what that one is. And they're supposed, dog, most dogs will eat them because they taste like beef, but Dozer doesn't. Um, uh, I can't okay. remember what the other one is. Okay. Uh, well, vetprofen? Oh, may, and maybe it's vetprofen. I can't remember. But either way, um, he's on some for his congestive heart failure, and okay. I don't know. Okay, so... And, you know, so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, it just might... Uh, we had three. We let... You know, we had to put his brother to sleep a few months ago. Uh-huh. So I don't know if this is just, you know, his lifespan may be nearing its end. I don't know. And Well, sure. We all got to go sometime. But in the meantime, exactly. Vetprofen yeah, exactly. is your most likely culprit. Okay. Okay. Katie and I just had to talk about what non-steroidal anti-inflammatories do to dogs. And what they do okay. is they wreck your guts. And, okay. And you can have a reaction. I don't care how long he's been on it. You can have a reaction to a drug 
the first day you take it, the 10th day you take it, the 100th day you take it, the 300th day you take it. It doesn't matter. Okay. Non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, drugs in that class are like aspirin, ibuprofen, Advil, Aleve. Okay. They, they commonly cause ulcers, vomiting, diarrhea, nausea, eat holes in your guts. Okay. So, so that is my number one suspect. But realistically, okay. probably any drug that you give to a dog, like the, first, the side effects that are going to be noticed are gastrointestinal. Like, okay. Kate, like Katie and I were talking about earlier, you might not know if your dog has a headache, but you do notice when they barf. <laughs> yeah. So, exactly. So, so, yeah. so step one, stop the vet profen. Step two, don't, okay. don't try to feed him. He's telling okay. you that he is feeling icky. So quit yep. trying to put food in his mouth. Just leave him alone. You might yeah. want to consider going to the vet to make sure that his kidneys and liver are functioning normally. Do a blood profile? Blood profile? Yep. Yeah, because yep. That, that can also be a good reason for dogs to barf and have diarrhea. Like if your kidneys are starting to right. fail or something, it could be. Um, yeah. But I think realistically, I would say, okay, first I would start with the drug approach. If you, okay. t- if you take him off the vet profen, he should start to feel within a couple of, better within a couple of days. Um, Perfect. Add app. Uh, well, let's see. We don't want to put things in his mouth. Um, <laughs> when he does start eating again, I would put apple cider vinegar in his food. Okay. So, so for um, a small dog like that, maybe a quarter of a teaspoon. Because okay. I'll tell you something. I had an ulcer a few years ago when I was out of town at a class. And when you have an ulcer... Apple cider vinegar tastes really good, really good. Oh, so you good. might even want to put down a little dish of apple cider vinegar and honestly, just see if he'll drink it. Uh-huh. It okay. was it was delicious. I actually, I, I was glugging down kombucha. <laughs> yeah. It tasted fantastic. <laughs> I can't stand kombucha now. Oh, but when okay. I had an ulcer, right. it was delicious. Okay. And then you're going to have to load him up with probiotics. So again, you're looking for something with lots of different kinds of bacteria and billions of bacteria per dose. Just go to your local health food store and get some PB8 or Garden of Life. Um, And then you can always use Boswellia as a much safer alternative to a daily non-steroidal anti-inflammatory. Non-steroidal anti-inflammatories will always bite you in the butt. So at first they take away your pain. But at some point, they actually start to destroy your joints. They wreck your guts, and they damage the liver and kidneys. So, okay, good. Here we are, uh, you know, doing an ad for springtime again. Yeah, but fast sp- well, yeah. springtime. Uh, their website is springtimeinc.com. They make okay. a supplement that I use all the time for my patients with arthritis. It's called their Advanced Hip and Joint Formula because it's a joint supplement, but it also has a lot of Boswellia in it. Okay, but you can also ahead. you can also go to a health food store and get Boswellia, and if you can find Boswellia that has turmeric in it, it will be even more effective. Turmeric alone, I don't think does very much, but you put turmeric together with Boswellia, and you have kind of a magical herbal combination. Oh, cool! And for a little Perfect. dog like that, you could give him even the adult human dose a couple of times a day, and you would be very safe to do that. You know, even though you're saying he's a little dog, I know Minpin's the breed is eight to twelve pounds, but Dozer is twenty three pounds. Right, right, right. But, but even even <laughs> at that size, even yeah. at that size. Okay. You know, okay. I just want to make sure. Right, because for some herbs, you would want to titrate down. You take the size of the dog into consideration. Boswellia is so safe, and to have an effect, you would want to give him just the regular human dose. Okay. 
right. Perfect. Thank okay, you. Okay, good so luck. Much. If you got any questions, how can she get a hold of you? Um, email me through my website. It's the easiest way holistic vet care.com. Okay? Perfect. Thank you, ladies. Have a great night. You too. You Take too. care. Keep us posted. Right. Thank you. You bet. All right. Let's see. The CBS television used these dolls to commemorate. Com- commemorate there we go to uh the, the coronation of queen elizabeth ii because of the historical accuracy okay <laughs> should have read the answers okay you ready for this okay power rangers teenage mutant ninja turtles madame alexander dolls mickey and minnie mouse dolls or right, we'll be back Thanks for tuning in to the KDK9 show here every Sunday, 4 to 6. Answer your canine questions and occasional feline questions. And don't forget, we're all our shows are podcasts or whatever you get your podcast from. Or you can get it through FM 107, uh, FM 1071.com. There we go. You can go to my KDK9 show page and you can get to my website. You can get to my Facebook page. I post a lot of cool articles and just fun stuff that you as pet owners need to know. And any recalls that might be coming up in the pet industry or whatever type thing on my Facebook page, KDK9. And then also, uh, then you can, if you're uh, driving and you didn't get the whole show, you can catch it on podcast. Okay. So hopefully you will do that. CBS television used these dolls to commute. Commu- Commemorate. Thank you. The coronation <laughs> of Queen Elizabeth II because of their historical accuracy. Power Rangers, teen, Teenage Ninja Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Thank you. Madame Alexander dolls or Mickey and Minnie Mouse dolls. What do you think? Well, the only one I don't know is the Madame Alexander. Okay. But I want to say Mickey and Minnie. Okay, just for me, me too. S's I'm and G's. Totally voting for Mickey and Minnie. Right? Uh, no, it's Madame Alexander. Of course it oh. would be. Okay, dolls. Okay. But when it started out, Power Rangers, and I'm like, really? What? For Queen Elizabeth II? Because hey. of the historical accuracy? You know what? Oh, she wow. could be one bad A fighting machine, you it know? Could be. It could be. We don't know what she okay. does in her spare time. That's very true. <laughs> she could be fighting off those mutants. There we go. Let's be honest. Let's head for the phone line. Hey, if you got a question for Dr. Jessica Levy, Holistic Vet, or myself, please call 651-641-1071. And who's up next? Andrea's up. And she has a question about a golden that has behavior issues. All right. Behavioral yeah. issues. We were just discussing that earlier. Hey, Andrea, how you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. How is this a golden retriever? No, he's not the one with the behavioral issues. Oh, okay. I have a golden retriever. He's three years old, about 70 pounds. And then we have a one-year-old rescue who we think is like a German Shepherd mix, but he's small. He's 40 pounds. Okay. And he is pretty aggressive. He's very high-strung. He's always kind of on edge, like, you know, get always ready to pounce on something and when the two of them play they get along great they snuggle together they have fun and then they play and they kind of wrestle and roll around it always ends up with the little guy biting the ears of my golden and the ankles of my golden every time we have to watch them like hawks Mm -hmm. and we pull him off we tell him no biting no biting we we repeat that all the time he just does not get it it's been a year and then he also well, like if my golden is, you know, playing with a toy or chewing on his bone, as soon as he grabs his toy or bone, the little guy 
jumps over there and snatches it away from him. Okay, yeah, you just can't get him to stop those behaviors. Well, that is, that's between the two dogs. That's not your problem, okay? Okay. <laughs> but the other behaviors, what it is, is that, number one, you know, just like in the two, uh, two-legged world, if you got kids playing and you can see it amping up and amping up, and then your yeah. thought goes to, oh, somebody's going to get hurt. And you exactly. know, so you, you only say, you no sooner think the thought, bam, somebody's crying, right? Okay, right. now, so the thing is, in the dog world, you are the parent. You have to discuss what is good play and what is getting out of control play. And so yeah. it's not that they're be nice, don't do that. No, you put them on, the one that's being the knuckle brain, you put them on yeah. a leash. And you say, hey, time oh. out, little buddy. You know, so okay. you're getting, you teach them how to be nice, to play nice. You know, because okay. my 10-pounder, uh, Gilligan, he thinks my 3-pounder, Ethel, is his personal live toy. <laughs> and so, you oh, know, no. she'll walk across the kitchen floor and all of a sudden you He'll ambush her. He'll just come flying down the hall, yeah, and yeah. he'll grab her ear and pull her. You know, I'm like, wrong. Uh, you know, you know. I say, be nice. Okay, it's, it's just be nice. I just yeah. go, ah, be nice. And if he doesn't bat, you know, he'll give me that look, and I can tell whether he's going to go in for a second one. <laughs> like, exactly. okay, and it's like, okay, buddy, yeah. come here, and you know, I'll put him on a leash. And so now he's with me for a while. So now Ethel gets some piece of, you know, oh. piece of, uh, well, you know, she doesn't have to look out for her, you know, if she's going to be ambushed. Or sometimes right. I get Ethel out of the mix when Gilligan's really being a butthead i'll put ethel in the, in the kennel like here have it get get away from him or i'll put him in the but you, what you got to do is be the referee all right and nobody's yeah. being punished here you're just teaching them right you're amping it up even when they get to that certain like uh, they might have only been playing for three minutes and it's starting to amped up and then you say hey yeah. be nice and you know you look at them and if you could tell if it's not no i'm not i'm going for it again they say come here buddy and you put them on a leash so now you've got control of the situation all right so you've okay. got to teach them how to be nice Nice. Don't rely on them like when one has had enough that he'll take out the You don't want that because then what you're yep. doing is you're building animosity between the two. Where now all of yeah. a sudden the older one is getting ticked at that younger one. And then all of a sudden now they're they're in a knockdown drag out fight. Okay, we're all along right. if you would have taught them. Like in my house, there's indoor play, outdoor play. You don't play in my house. You can hang out. You can roll on the ground and kind of wrestle, do that thing, you know. But there is yeah. no chasing each other. There is no amping it up there is no running games in my house that goes that's outside play so the dogs okay, learn to yep. just hang out inside and so and so every once in a while especially with, you know on a rainy day or the when it, the days get colder you know they're getting bored and so they start testing yeah. you and so then that's my job is i'm got to utilize their brain be and make them think to tire them out you know teach them tricks uh Yes. You don't take yeah, we've been doing that a lot to keep them busy. Good. And we do, you know, right when, it, like you said, it's a ramping up, we do separate them immediately, you know, before it gets too far. But, you know, we're, we just always say no bite, and then we put them on the couch with us or whatever. Is it okay to put them in his kennel? Is that okay? Oh, yeah, like because, well, see, you're the only one know that he's been naughty, that he's going in there. He's just going, oh, great, I get. To, I got to go to my kennel. <laughs> you're, now, right. if, if you say, get to your kennel, bad dog. Okay, now the kennel's a punishment crate. But if you just right, go, come here, buddy. we don't. We don't do that because he's in there all day. I'm like, I but don't want to fine. associate no, with the punishment. No, no, no. It's not going to. All it is is, come on, buddy. You need a little time out here. Just like a two-legged oh, okay. child, okay? They're amping okay. it up. Go to your bedroom. Settle down when you can, you know, when you can, you know, be back on earth again. Then you can come back out and be, play nice, all right? <laughs> and so that's what right. you've got to do is you've got to be the, the the referee. And, and okay. don't start. And, and by saying no bite, no bite, to me, that is like, 
what? Okay, because he doesn't know what no yeah. bite means. But, you know, right. to me, if it's be nice, because if he's good, like in a torpedo, uh, you know, ethyl, you know, he's just yeah. about ready to die. Ah, 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 be nice. Okay, so then when okay. he backs off, oh, thank you. Very nice. So he starts putting mm-hmm. two and two together. Nice means I'm going in for the ambush and Ma catches me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. and so, okay, and then they learned, and they, and they learn to back off. And so you just, ah, ah, just, and just stay very calm, very quiet. Don't amp it up. If you start screaming and yelling, like, knocked it off, bad dog, shame on you. You're just yeah. escalating the situation. Okay, you've okay. got to be the voice of reason and calmness. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And so then, like okay. I say, but you're not putting him because you're the only one he's going in there, know why he's going in there because he's, you know, he amped it up. But there again, mm-hmm. you could put him on a leash and just sit on the sure. leash and ignore him, let him calm himself down. Don't put him on the couch and start stroking him. Otherwise, mm-hmm. if you reinforce the wrong behavior, like, okay, if I pick up my brother, I get to sit on the couch and be petted by you. All right, I'm going right. after that brother. <laughs> You know, and so that's right. why you've got to look at the steps and what you might be, you know, reinforcing. You know, you might okay. be reinforcing the wrong behavior. So you just stay calm and give them a, you know, like I said, uh, every dog you where you take the leash, put it on, put it on the dog, sit on the bulk of the leash. And ignore yeah. the dog. Don't look at him. Don't touch him. Don't do anything. You don't own a dog, okay? So then now if he tries to put his paws up, look to the side, side profile to a dog as a calming signal. Don't give him any eye contact. Cross your arms and bump him, you know, lean forward and bump him. Just go, ah, but don't look at him. You want him to, oh. no matter how much he torments you, he learns how to calm himself down and lay down and wait to see what you have coming next. All right. Okay. Instead of just poking That's you and poking good. you and poking you, you want to teach them how to calm themselves down. And that exercise, right. if you do that, you got a minute, sit on the leash, ignore the dog. Got five minutes, yep. sit on the leash, ignore the dog. Don't look at him. Don't touch him. Don't pet him. As long as you're sitting on that leash, you do not own a dog. And don't give them any eye contact, side profile if they try to look at you. Okay. Good, good. We'll definitely do that. Hopefully, he'll settle down a bit. He's got—we call him crazy eyes. Yeah, he's always got that look in his eyes. Right, but you know? see, what he needs though is that he needs more mental stimulation. Ten to one, what yeah. you try to do is you try to run him and run him and run him to get him tuckered. All you're doing uh-huh. is building an athlete. What used to take a, take a half hour now takes an hour. Pretty soon, he's running two hours, three hours without breaking wind. So mentally yeah. train him. Get a like a okay. ten minute dog training games by Sundance is an awesome mental game book. Okay? Oh, okay. That sounds great. Thank okay. you so much. I appreciate you it. Bet. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see what we got. This doll was inspired a comic strip of the same name. Was modeled after the favorite plaything of an inventor's daughter. We'll be back.